This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. You and me, we're not so different after all we can make believe. Like we're the best friends in the Awesome. How about Da? How about Da? That was Alex McGuire, our biggest fan from New Haven, Connecticut. <gasps> My hometown, dude. He's new. His new band, Youth XL, has a new theme song submissions for us. And if you don't mind, tell the masses to follow at youth underscore XL underscore on Instagram. Okay. Do, do you really okay. need the, the end underscore underscore XL underscore? Underscore XL uh, underscore is already just a blank. So like, mm-hmm. why are you adding a forced blank at the end? I of guess the it's year? probably for like the way it looks, not the way it sounds. It looks like an underground empty area, an underlined empty area. Yeah, but it's sort of like a like the symmetry, like yeah. the XL is standing on solid ground. Yeah, but then do you still do you say that to people, or you just assume that they'll follow you online? You don't ever have to say your handle out loud. Yeah, I think you don't really have to say your handle often. Like usually. Um, you're like you are using it to comment, and other people see it. Yeah, but you never say it. Right. Underscore XL underscore. Until you write into a pod cast. You're touching the world's smallest dog. I'm petting the dog. And can you he's... can you like get a get a command of the English language so <laughs> yeah. it doesn't sound like I'm. <laughs> Uh, assaulting a, a puppy, please. <laughs> Your pinky is incredibly close to his little dick. <laughs> he's, he's little, yeah. He's well, on, the dog is so small that everywhere you pet it is close to his dick. He's he's on his side, just splaying his belly up to you. Yeah, this dog fucking loves me. I feel the same way. <laughs> and then, you, but the way you pet him is so. It's so just centered on his belly right above his little it's not his little doggy dick. You're making it sound like I'm some sort of bestiality. <laughs> and now he's corporate. looking at me. He's looking at me like I'm yeah. talking shit about him. You are talking shit about him. 
<laughs> no, I'm not. I'm talking shit about you. Here, let me take a picture just so I can put all it right. on. I want everybody at home to know that I didn't move my hand at all. And this is a very acceptable place <laughs> to pet a dog. You can look at Amir's photo. <laughs> Actually, maybe I'll do a boomerang. That way you, there's a little bit of motion in it, right. if you don't mind. Yeah. If <laughs> Maybe I should just jerk him off for a second just for the boomerang. <laughs> no. I, I was just kidding. <laughs> the fact that I said no made your joke much more serious <laughs> yeah. than it was. Yeah. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. And going. Oh, shit, that was just a photo. God damn it. I feel like an old person. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one, and... Oh, that was cute. He sort of slouched over while you were petting him. <laughs> uh, this right. is Fernando. His name is Fernando or Francisco? I believe Francisco, long for Frankie. Right. Fr our intern uh, Clementine's dog. Shout out to Clem. She, he is... Thanks for leaving the dog in the studio. Four pounds, if not an ounce. 18 inches, bone hard, <laughs> soaking hard. dry. She's not going to leave the dog in the studio anymore if you, <laughs> if you fucking... We, on, we, we talked it. a lot about the dick of the dog. You talked a lot about the dick you of the dog. You keep bringing it up. You joked about one, jerking the dog off. Yeah, I made one joke that was like, really, I only did it to make it to make it a little less weird that you wouldn't stop talking about it. Oh, because then it's like this... I sort of tried to like thing. lighten the air and then you yeah, immediately like called thing. me out for some reason. Now you're using two two hands on the dog. Well, the second hand is under the <laughs> neck. It's very far from the penis. <laughs> I didn't say anything about the position of the second hand next to the penis. He has such an expressive little face. <laughs> he has two he... dots for eyebrows. He has like two brown dots. He's a sweet little boy. Are when you going to get a dog? When I stop petting him, he's like, whoa, what? Yeah, why? he looks up to you and wonders why. Would you ever get a dog this tiny? Totally, yeah. So you don't need like a big boy dog? I just need, um, I mean, I, I like, I think I prefer a big boy dog, but I would definitely get a dog this tiny. My parents have a small dog. But not this small. Not this small. Um, but there's something nice about a small dog that you could just like grab, pick up, put it in your lap. That's yeah, even put nice. it in a bag. You don't have to put. No, I wouldn't yeah, do that. Put in a, you could, honestly, you could, put you could like probably a, put Frankie like in like a, a sandwich case or something, like mean? a little Ziploc. Well, I wouldn't do that. Well, you keep a little. You keep it a little bit open. You wouldn't Ziploc the whole. I wouldn't. Do you need it a quart bag, all. basically. Yeah, like a freezer bag, but that's still inhumane. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, that would. I'm saying that's. I'm just trying to describe the size of the dog. I'm not saying actually put it in a bag. You did say put it. You said you could put it in a bag. <laughs> you could put it in a bag. I'm just saying, like you know. Could put it in a bag. Don't put it in a bag, obviously. Obviously, don't put it in a bag. Unless he wants to sleep in a little bag. That's actually... So you're, now you're like inching towards <laughs> putting like, the dog in a bag. It would be a cute photo. <laughs> to put the dog in a freezer bag? That's a cute photo? No, you're saying freezer like I'm going to freeze the dog. I want to just like put the bag around the dog and have him like poke his head out or like stuff or like the what? head in. <laughs> yeah. But not zip it up. Not zip it up. Or if you do zip it up, zip, photo, out, boom, he's comfortable. Jesus Christ. He's a fine dog. This is a fine dog. He's and a, you'll, he's you're going to stop dog. talking about putting it in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> All right. This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast. Sick him, Frankie. Ah, he's eating my toe. Uh, on the internet, hosted by me, I'm Amir. I'm Jake. With Frankie. Uh, Frankie, our third guest, our first guest, first dog guest in the studio. Uh, and it's we also have D downstairs, which is yeah. Marty's bull pig frankie looks like if d took a shit like d took a take a, like takes shits that are the size of frankie yeah for sure 
And Frankie loves that about her. They're they're a little hot couple. Frankie takes shits that are the size of D, which is crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. So a little that's 18 a pimple size dog. shit. Yeah, yeah. Takes a dog. Takes a shit that's roughly what eighty pounds, ninety pounds shit mm-hmm. over the course of a year, but still. Um. All right. Should we get some uh, get to some questions and answers here? Yeah. This is twenty nineteen after all. Second week, third week. How mm. far into twenty nineteen are we? Are? Um, yeah, this is the, this is the second week. By the time this comes out, the beginning of the third. Uh, what do we got here? I just have to, of course. Find questions now? Yeah, let me read a few. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's one. Our New York show sold out. Oh, not really a question, but a funny email we got this morning. Yes, that's a, that's a statement of fact. You officially can't come to the New York show, even if you got a ticket. (laughs) Well, what about like our friends and family? They can't come either. That's cool. Yeah. That's actually really cool. Right? Fucking uh, show for an empty theater, even though we sold it out. And we fund <laughs> everybody their money. Uh, like, we bought all the tickets? Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Uh, long-time listener writes, Frankie. First, uh, multiple-time advice seeker, but this question is more important than any of the other ones I've asked. All right? I moved in with my girlfriend of four years about a year ago, and things are going well. Not not perfect, because honestly, what relationship is perfect, but we love and support each other in the ways that matter. One big problem problem I'm having, though, is that when she sleeps, she grinds her teeth so goddamn much, it keeps me awake. I've suggested she gets a grind guard, and she's resistant to the concept because she thinks she'll go... Uh, wrong without a dentist recommended guard. Got it. She thinks she'll go wrong without a dentist recommended guard. The problem is, as a grad student, she doesn't have dental insurance. I can hear her gnashing away as I'm writing this email, and I would really appreciate your help. How can I nudge her in the right direction, a la getting her help for her teeth grinding? Do I just buy her a grind guard? Do I make her fix the issue? Uh... Do I make her fixing the issue a point of contention, or do I just suck it up? I love you guys. Please help. Love, Frankie. Hmm. Grind guard. Have you ever You're had a, one? Uh, no, but I don't grind my teeth. Mm. You're a big uh, proponent of the grind guard. Yeah, I was, I'm was. i a convert. I, I don't know if I've ever used it as my unsolicited advice, but like maybe five or six years ago, my... <laughs> Frankie, legs just extended out this straight. Is the weirdest. He looks like he's taxidermied in this position. He's on his back, curved like a boomerang, legs so stiff and straight, arms very bent, <laughs> staring at me like he's mad at me for something. Uh, yeah, I guess because you threatened to put him in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know that. All right, grind guards. Uh, got a grind guard five years ago. Dentist said that my teeth are, you know, being grinded away as I sleep, I guess. I didn't even realize it. But uh, at first it was kind of weird. It felt like sleeping with a retainer again. It's almost like it was hard to breathe. But now it's gotten to the point where I can't sleep without my grind guard. I take it everywhere. And I, even if I miss one night, it's noticeable. So I understand her hesitance and res- reticence to getting a grind guard. But I'm here to tell her that grind guards will change the way she sleeps. She'll sleep better and feel better in the morning. Have you ever experienced grinding next to you? No. I've, I actually have, I have absolutely zero experience with, with this. It's kind of like snoring light. So instead of like, it's like. Which you also do. Yeah. I snore and I grind. Yeah. 
but I also sleep really well. I wonder if those two things are related because I'm so passed out that my face is making loud noises and I don't realize it. Yeah. Does does your girlfriend who has to sleep next to your grinding and snoring and farting yeah. uh, ever complain about that? You added the farting. You said grinding and snoring, well, also, which is I, what I admitted I, I to. Was, we had a, we and shared then you said a, farting. We shared a Jack and Jill room in our um, house that we first moved yeah. into in L.A. I, I do take one, as is my custom in the morning, to take my morning fart. That's going to happen in the you morning. Don't fart, you fart in the middle of the night, though. Do I? I don't know, because I'm asleep. Yeah. I, I usually feel it in the morning. I, I While I'm taking my morning pee, I'll take my morning fart. Uh, but it is a loud, echoey fart. I think she... <laughs> I think she's one gotten used to the snoring and two drowns it out with like white noise fan situated like stuff like that. Mm. Uh, so he can do that, but that's not really addressing the issue. That's just putting a bandaid over his ears. I do think that she will feel better. If she's now na- uh, grinding audibly. You can get, I got like the fancy molded dentist thing uh, that like the, an orthodontist made for me, but you can get like cheaper ones at CVS. That's just like, Put it in hot water and like shove it in your mouth, and it's close enough. Yeah, I mean, what's the harm of that versus a dentist made one? Like that one's just like I think she's using it as like a. I think she's saying that like I don't want to do it because like I don't trust you. But like it's it's all the same. Just one is like form fitted exactly for your mouth, and one is like a little bit bigger. And if anything, you could say that like why don't you do the one from the pharmacy? And if you like it when you get dental insurance you can like do it right do yeah it, do it real nice but i think this guy can get it for her as ca- kind of a quasi romantic gift it's like oh i want you to sleep better here's this little grind guard yeah maybe you can get matching grind guards that's sexy yeah that's hot one blue and one pink what better way to say that you've settled into your relationship for the long haul than by getting each other <laughs> matching, matching grind, grind guards, ensuring you will not be fucking that night? Um, well, it is four years into a relationship and a year ago of living, so they're at the grind guard stage of the relationship. Definitely. They were there three years ago. Um, all right. Next question. Yes. Oh, uh, this one is the opposite. This one is a cool question from a lady. Ooh. So we'll call her D, the other dog in our office. Not that Frankie's not cool. Yeah, Frankie is cool. I shouldn't have assigned the grind guard question to him. I had a friends with benefits situation for five months with my weed guy. See? I told you it was That's cool. That's hot and cool and sexy. I guess to the point where maybe it could be seen as we were dating as his mom had always came to me uh, to see me perform and I've written stuff for his brother's band and he would buy me shit slash take me on dates. Sounds yeah, like they so were you, you had a, If you met his mom, you had a boyfriend. <laughs> it could be seen that we were dating because he took me on dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we never and I met his mother. <laughs> since he never said we were BFGF, I felt like that I didn't really need to break up with him and kind of just ghosted. Now we're at my situation. I'm in a desperate need for grass, and I can't find another <laughs> grass. <laughs> and I can't find another plug anywhere, despite going to a party school. A plug? Have you ever heard that term? Um, I think I have. Plug is definitely a cooler slang than grass. Yeah. Good on you. You saved it. Uh, I don't wa- really want to contact him because I know he'll think I want to hook up again when I really just want the weed. What would you do if you were me, Jake? I know you sold. <gasps> Would sure. you sell to an ex if they asked? Th- 
Thanks, boys. Can't wait to drag my two friends who have never heard of you to your DC show. That's hey. right. We still have a DC uh, tickets available still to our DC That's show right. on March 9th. So if you can't come to the New York one now because it's sold out, take the just... train with us on the Saturday the 9th. Oh, yeah. We are going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I love that train. Um, plug, grass, X, weed. ghost, weed. Yeah. This feels pretty familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you get a pen? Huh? <laughs> she could just get like, it's. I guess it feels like almost archaic now to, to me to like buy marijuana from a dealer. Oh, Maybe because you can live... get like a glass USB pen yeah. that vapes, gets you high to your specific specifications. Yeah, and I feel like you could buy those online. Have you ever vaped? Um, what do you mean? Like, have you ever used those pens? The THC? Like a weed pen? Yeah. Yeah. And how do you think that compares to the good old fashioned J? Um, I mean, it's definitely it's less harsh on your throat. It's, That's good. I would say uh, <laughs> entirely better. Okay, but I like. I have always liked the ritual of smoking weed, like passing around a joint. That's a kinda, roach, a J. Not a not a roach. A roach. No, a not blunt. A blunt, sure. It's cool to say blunt. Yeah. I would say, like, that's a cool blunt. You would say that's a cool blunt. Pass the blunt. That's actually a really dope blunt. Quit bogarting my my <laughs> blunt. <laughs> you know what makes something a blunt, right? Uh, if you use the cigar paper. Oh, really? I thought it was, like, tobacco in addition to weed. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. That's cool. I don't think that's it, though. Could they make blunt vapes? Um... Think? Imagine a vape so blunt, you couldn't even stab someone with it. You'd have to call it Emily. <laughs> <laughs> a vape so blunt, you call it Emily on the side. How's that, Mr. Krasinski? <laughs> Her husband? Yes. Got it. Um, what do you think of him becoming like a jacked movie hero kind of guy? Uh, are you I... buying it or are you, you don't quite believe it because you've seen him in the office? Yeah, I don't quite believe it. It almost, I guess I haven't seen him do... Like, I don't know if I've seen, like, an action movie that he's in that I liked yet. What was he, like, an army guy in? Um, oh, like, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Yeah. Which I didn't see. Which is, like, one of the only uh, action, movies. action movies I didn't see because it just, like, there's something that, like, is very uh, triggering about Benghazi <laughs> that makes me feel like the political leanings didn't align. What was it? Wasn't he also Jack Ryan? Yeah, he's in Jack Ryan, but that's like an Amazon show that I have not seen yet. Got it. That's not a movie. Like if he was born or um, Captain America or something. Yeah. Like, how would you rank the leading action dudes? Like, who's at the top? And then where would you put Jeremy Renner? Ooh. I mean, Jeremy Renner played Born, and he's also in uh, The Avengers, but like, I think he, I think. There's never going to be a replacement born for Matt Damon in my eyes. Yeah, would you and put Damon? Hawkeye's like one of the worst uh, Marvel <laughs> guys. So like, I'm not a huge Renner fan. Yeah. Oh, he was also, but he was in like Mission Impossible too. Mm-hmm. It's inter- he makes a lot of good choices. Like he's in great movies, but I'm never like excited about like, oh shit, who's I gotta Renner see the new playing? Renner. I don't think he's hot enough <laughs> <laughs> to you. Yeah. <laughs> so who's at the top of those kind of cool dudes? Kind of cool, like. Maybe maybe Christian Bale, but I guess he's like older now and like being a very serious actor. Yeah, he's not. But doing like actions. Bale, Batman is probably like cool superhero to me. And then um, Damon, 
Yeah, Dame. Like, well, maybe. I mean, if I can travel in time, which I guess I established with the Bateman Batman, I, I'd probably have to say the Damon uh, Damon Borns number one. Yeah, and then Bill Batman. Then Bill Batman. Yeah, I mean, that's probably that's like one and two. What about Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible? Ethan Hunt. Oh yeah, Tom, I mean, Tom Cruise action movies are pretty incredible. I never like. I feel like I like those movies but i'm never like super excited about tom cruise in it well i know i am but i don't know born's just the fucking old <laughs> and then we and then we got to talk about fantasy too like aragorn that's this that that's seems like a different shit. category though you can't compare you don't think Jason aragorn's Bourne. a superhero who vigo mortensen vigo mortensen yeah <laughs> what is he the king of fucking rohan <laughs> what is he like kick stuff he kicks stuff. He cuts down orcs. <laughs> he defeats Sauron. I feel like I can beat him in an arm wrestling match. That doesn't count. No fucking chance. <laughs> I feel like I can outwit Aragorn. Aragorn. No. Is he smart? Strider? Yeah. <laughs> Who? Strider. His <laughs> secret identity when he didn't want to become the king. Does he have a gun ever? No, nobody has a gun. Then. You got to hold a gun like he this. He commands an army of the undead. I'm talking about two hands on a fucking gun. Biceps flexed, moving around really quick. Her two hands on a long sword. What's that? He has two hands on a sword and he defeats an evil fucking sorcerer. So that's pretty good. I guess. Fuck you, dude. What's your favorite action movie? I like Terminator. So yeah. Arnold. Brad Pitt never played an action guy. Has Brad Pitt ever held a gun in a movie? Oh, yeah, for sure. Name the movie, right? Yeah. I think, I mean, I think he held... Like a cool policeman? I think he holds a gun in Snatch. <laughs> Siri, does Brad Pitt hold a gun in Snatch? He definitely kills people, but he yeah, might but... not like. Um, he might not pull the trigger. I think he in World War Z. <laughs> he, he's like not quite like that's an action movie, but he's not. He like kind of plays a scientist. <laughs> oh, what about Will Smith? Yeah, he's also in there because of Men in Black and Bad Boys. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get back to this. No. Okay, who else is there? <laughs> <laughs> who else is jacked, hot, and holds a gun in a movie? Uh, all right. Um, if you were me, what would you do? You would just go elsewhere, medical marijuana. And recreational marijuana is probably legal where you are. Yeah. You can just you walk have, into a store at this point. I really think so. If you, ha if you go to a party school, just at the next party you're at, ask someone where they got their weed. I want to talk to a drug dealer that's like been doing it. Not a drug dealer, but a weed guy from like 2005 to 2018. Has his world gotten easier or harder? I, my, um, not to make it too hot, but one of my cousins is a weed guy. Mm. And he said that like, even, and it's in California, and even with like um, med medical marijuana and now recreational marijuana, um, he's, he's selling, he went from like selling, you know, weed and baggies and stuff to now he's selling plants because people can grow plants now. So he like grows a plant and then mm. it's just like buying a cactus yeah. at a stop and shop. Like people are buying plants from him. It's like, but he still does it illegally. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he doesn't have a license. Right. And you don't like getting into a store. He just like sells it. Interesting. You just got him arrested. Really? Don't even know his name. <laughs> and I never said he. <gasps> I actually did. <laughs> Why'd you wink at me if you got someone in trouble? <laughs> Frankie, you're under arrest. <laughs> Sorry, Frankie. Uh, all right. 
Get you know what you're getting yourself into, pup. Get weed elsewhere. Let's take a break. Thanks some sponsors. We'll be back with more questions after this. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results. That know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Yep, Jake, yep, yep. do you have any? Oh, it's <laughs> 
gross. <laughs> um, check out our new soccer podcast. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Yeah. It's actually a football podcast. Right, right, right. But right. it's good to label it a soccer podcast because otherwise, how do you how do you differentiate if you say we're starting a football podcast? People are going to expect NFL. Yeah, we still don't have a name for it at the time of this recording. You're leaning towards wannabe hooligans. I like wannabe hooligans. Or, oh no, I like new hooligans. New hooligans. That's my that's my pitch. Well, anyway, regardless of what it's called, there's a we're starting an English Premier League. I don't want to say full sub podcast, but it's more like a subcast. It's like a limited run podcast within our feed. We don't know how limited the run is going to be. That's right, because we don't know how big of fans we're going to end up becoming. Yeah, I might want to watch forever. So the goal here is to, one, we're American um, sports fans trying to get into soccer. We're talking to friends and English Premier League uh, football fans uh, trying to decide which will be our team to root for. Sometimes our friends are new fans as well sometimes they're diehard fans of a specific club and they're we're going to be trying to like pick their brains about one football at large and two who specifically we should be rooting for correct mundo and right now i think we're both leaning for uh towards uh boner mouth yeah <laughs> a mispronunciation of bournemouth which is like, i guess a team in the english premier league um but we talked to rahul who um is a huge liverpool fan and that'll be our debut episode, which is online right now, even in this feed, mm-hmm. as well as our Patreon feed. And then every subsequent episode is going to be in our Patreon feed. So you got to go to patreon.com slash JA. Uh, and if you sign up there, there's an RSS feed that you can subscribe to. It's got the bonus content of Jake and Amir Watch and If I Were You every other Thursday yeah, bonus so even episode. if you just want to listen to this podcast, you're going to get all this other shit for free. Exactly. The goal is to put as much other shit for free onto... Sorry, the goal is to put... Exactly. So the goal is to put as much other shit as possible on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. So you're getting the footy podcast. You're getting the If I Were You. You're getting the Jake and Amir Watch. And we're putting it all there at the 499 tier. Right. And we're also inching towards our stretch goal of releasing your uh, groomsman speech from my wedding. So if you've been on the fence and you want to listen to the soccer p- football, excuse me, Very podcast. Good. Watch your mouth. Wait, is, should I call it podcast? Yeah. Let's or, call it a subcast. Okay, football <laughs> subcast. Uh, then you can also help in releasing that speech. Exactly. A little bit of everything. You help yourself, you help the community writ large. And if you want to hear us talking, learning about football, uh, then you can check it all out at patreon.com slash JA. But I should say, once again, the episode with our Hool is probably right above or below this episode mm-hmm. in our standard If I Were You Check feed. it out. See if it's for you. Uh, so- there's a lot of stuff that I like about soccer. Sorry, football. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's 20 clubs, everybody plays every team twice, one at home, one away. Very simple schedule. Uh, The fact that the bottom two or three teams get relegated to the minor leagues is a very fun wrinkle. Yes. And then there's some shit that's like, whoa, what are you talking about? How does that make sense at all? And it's like the the fact that there's no playoff, the fact that a team can win the entire thing like two weeks, three weeks before the season ends. Yeah, and the fact that there's just like five other leagues going on while this one's going on so if yeah. you're like a really good team you can be playing three or extra four games a day, a yeah. Week. yeah you're playing every team doesn't play the same amount of matches because they're in some other leagues too mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense uh, but we're learning about clubs we're learning about players which ones are hot which ones have the most jacked calves yes 
Shakiri, um, shout out to Shakiri. And then we can Shakiri, Shakiri, nice. And we can start watching the actual His matches. Caps don't lie. <laughs> nice. That's actually a good song for him because another thing we learned is that most players have songs which are just parodies of pop popular songs, songs that yeah. everyone sings at the same time. And I, I really, I thought there, were, I guess Ruggle just maybe didn't know, but I, we haven't heard like what the, you know, like the drinking songs are yet. That's what I want. I want like in in relation or in addition to the 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 player songs. Yeah, like the chants where people are drinking. Yeah, that's what I want. I like, want. I'm gonna go with whoever has the best chug a beer chant. There, I'm sure there's fans that are most famous for drinking, partying, hooliganry behavior. Mm. Yeah, who's the wildest fans? I don't know. Who would you say I, in baseball would... or football? Philly or Boston or something? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think for both of those things. Philly yeah. And Boston. <laughs> um, but you, do you want to be the equivalent of a Philly-Boston fan? In well, the I feel English like Premier I just don't think that there are total like there. I feel like in in England there just aren't Philly-Boston equivalents, really. Or are they all Philly-Boston equivalents? Maybe. Let's find out on this magical journey together. Let us know. What we really need is someone who, this is rare, someone who knows the Premier League insanely well and also like Major League Baseball. Yeah. And they could bridge the gaps or the NFL even. Yeah, probably. Yeah. If they knew, if so, if we could find somebody that knows uh, like basketball and football as well as they know the EPL. I think one of my friend is like that. He's a huge NBA fan and English Premier League fan. He doesn't know about baseball or football at who all. Who is this? Ben Shin. Ben He's Shin. like, yeah, it's like dad is British, grew up as a Manchester United fan. Also a Laker fan. Oh. So you can like maybe draw some parallels between the two. Maybe we could talk to him. And it would be cool to uh, talk to patrons, uh, mm. people that sign up and listen to the podcast. Maybe we can Skype some of them in and they can, you know, like I want to find a Bournemouth, a.k.a. Bonermouth fan. Oh, yeah. We could do like a live stream where we call somebody. I wonder how, yeah. I just have so many questions. Like those smaller teams that I've never heard of, like Bournemouth or Wolves. How many fans do they have? Is it like 80,000 or is it still millions of fans? I feel like it's still a lot because they think about like if if uh, Bournemouth gets relegated. Rule was saying that the second tier was also really competitive and yeah. really good. So like in theory, Bournemouth could be the top of the second tier. That'd be cool if the NBA did that because there's a G League with like teams like Albuquerque and like the South Bay Lakers and... Austin has a team. So like if Austin won the G League and then it's like now there's an Austin NBA team for that season. Right, but then your your Lakers could be relegated. <laughs> they would the, never. <laughs> they, they're in last right now. Instead, instead with, the, with the NBA, the worst teams are rewarded with the best college players. Yeah. that's And that's why there's tanking in the NBA and not in English Premier League. So maybe they are onto something. Um, all right. Uh, should we get back to it? I guess my other unsolicited advice we already talked about, which was get a grind guard if you're grinding your teeth. Right, right, right. Uh, here's kind of an interesting tale that um, I wanted to get into after the break. And here we are. My best friend's amateur porn. This is a question or a tale? No, it's a movie I wanted to pitch you. <laughs> uh, do you have another female dog's name? Just because that's the theme. Right. Female dog's name. Um, I feel like I should. Lassie? <laughs> yeah, Lassie. Was Lassie a woman? Yeah. Sorry. Was Lassie a female dog? <laughs> was Lassie a woman? <laughs> Lassie a woman <laughs> or a man? <laughs> who underdrank a potion to become a dog? <laughs> I think Lassie was a dog. Yeah. A female no, she dog. She was not a woman. 
But yeah, she was a female dog. And Flipper? Female dolphin? I think Flipper was a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Flipper was a mermaid. Uh, All right. Lassie writes, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I'm 21-year-old from the U.S. of A., and my best friend has has been pursuing a career in the sex industry. At the moment, she works in sex education and nude modeling. My boyfriend and I are both very supportive. We see all of her photos and follow her on various social medias. Recently, she's been pondering the idea of filming porn. I'm obviously going to support whatever she decides to do. However, I mentioned to my boyfriend that I don't think I'd watch if she does. It's just a little weird to me. He then said to me, okay, I could just watch it alone. I don't consider watching porn cheating, but I'm definitely uncomfortable with my boyfriend watching my best friend's porn, considering we hang out frequently and we've both known her for years. Is this wrong? He said he wouldn't watch it if I didn't want him to, but he mentioned that he didn't see why I would find it wrong. He even said that it wouldn't be cheating if he watched watched it, if you know what I mean, since we both don't think watching porn is cheating. What do you guys think? Is watching porn a whole different situation when you know the person? Is this on the same level as cheating or something entirely different? Thanks. Love, Lassie. The real thing to know is just that he's going to watch it. So <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like he's already J-N-O in anticipation. Yeah. You're, I appreciate all the questions, and we can definitely talk about everything, but he is watching the porn. Is it 100%. cheating? Is it weird? Is it wrong? Is it bad? It's weird. Maybe it's a little... I mean, it is weird. It makes her feel weird. So it's a little weird. It it's has to be a little weird. You it's can't say it's weird. not weird at all. Yeah, it's a little Three weird. people hanging out. One of them has seen the other fucking on camera. Right. And one of them hasn't. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Wrong. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, I, porn being cheating is the most absurd fucking thing in the world to me. <laughs> what about um, if you know the person? Does that change anything? Jango. To a person you know. Jang um, no. It's called jack jacking no. I still don't think that's cheating. Not cheating. Weird. It's always, it's like weird, illicit, inappropriate, <laughs> uncomfortable. But it like, is, it, it's in the genre of cheating, right? Because it's a sexual act by yourself with is this Is it person. cheating to like picture somebody else while you're having sex? <laughs> <laughs> or is it just weird? Is it is it is or it? Or is it like a private thing? Is it like perfectly fine and it's only weird when you make it public? Like, let me ask you this: okay. Is it cheating to picture somebody else while you're having sex with somebody else? So he's fucking a different person, but oh, so imagining it's his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, um, yes. It, it all depends on who you're imagining. No. As long as you're thinking of your girlfriend. So is it cheating if you're looking at someone else while you come? <laughs> Even in your mind's eye. <laughs> virtual reality. Even if you are physically cheating. <laughs> as long as you shut your eyes and you see nothing. And, and you think yell. of your beloved. Yeah, I feel like virtual reality is going to like throw a whole new set of rules at this. I think that's why it's, it's like porn and masturbating and all that stuff is just like it makes everybody else so weird. And it's also weird once you like speak of it that it's like just keep it to yourself. This guy should have never ever been like, oh, all right, you're not going to watch the porn? Then I'm going to watch the porn. But, <laughs> I'll watch it by myself. And it's not cheating if I jerk <laughs> off to it. Just like, so I, we're all clear. I agree with his Sentiment. thesis, but not his action. <laughs> But you then, shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> but then this. how do you compromise that with 
the idea that you should be open and honest and overt and tell your partner everything. I don't think that you should be open and honest and overt and tell your partner everything. <laughs> there you go. Everybody, I think every, uh, the, at least you're not a the hypocrite. The world is healthier with privacy and Ooh, secrets. That's cool. The world is healthier with secrets. It is. That's a cool shirt. Secret secrets are some fun <laughs> as long as they are for me. <laughs> Secrets, secrets hurt no one. Secrets, <laughs> secrets are so fun. <laughs> Why, I could think of 10 secrets right now that You're would ruin coming. everything. Oh, Frankie, don't look. It's okay, he's asleep next to you. Uh, so you say, it's a little weird. It's not cheating. You <laughs> shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. Well, the guy shouldn't have said anything. Yes. All, I think all that this girl can do is return things to the status quo and just let, let it all be unsaid. This is what people... Bury it deep. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Lobotomy, lobotomy, brains. Build your wall high and thick. Forget, forget, forgetful. This is what people who have spoken to in open relationships, um, this is their like... Uh, this is their selling point. They're like, relationships have had so many secrets and so many, like, all this. I don't want any secrets. I want, like, an open relationship where I can flirt with someone else that's not cheating, fuck someone else that's not cheating, but still get the relationship. Right. Yeah. Open relationships are just, like, um, relationships where people freely hurt each other and make them feel, make each other feel uncomfortable. That's what an open relationship is to that's me. That's the pure, op it's like the opposite like, of I can secrets. be honest and say, I want to fuck that person. <laughs> and my, my, my boyfriend or girlfriend has to just sort of accept that. <laughs> yeah. There is something to that. I just, yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't but know, like, but I, I don't know how you find enough people on earth to be like completely like, I don't know. You can go play tennis with someone and you can also fuck someone and that doesn't feel anything different for me. Everybody I've ever met in an open relationship has like one person that's like that, that's like very zen and cool and one person that is sort of pretending that they are that yeah. while they're also secretly dying inside as their partner <laughs> fucks whoever they want. That's right. It's, mo it's like one person's like, by the way, I'm only into open relationships and then one person's like, I've never tried it before, but it sounds pretty cool. But I'm so obsessed with you that I'm willing to hurt myself <laughs> and see if it works. Turns out it didn't. The thing is these- Turns out I was filled with jealousy. These true openers have to find each other. The the rare case where like the one in a hundred of I like open relationships and then it's like I also do it too. Yeah, it's those just are so the people rare. that have to. I find think each like other. And even when two openers find each other, then and like I, somebody always just ends up liking someone else a little bit more and gets a little more a little bit jealous. <laughs> yeah, how is it? How do you turn off the jealousy part of your brain entirely? Which is like sort of what she's asking. Do you think watching porn is a whole different situation when you know the person? Is this on the same level as cheating or something entirely different? Basically, she thinks it's weird, but we're, we're saying it's not cheating. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. And you have to either forget that this conversation <laughs> happened. <laughs> Which is nearly impossible. Mm -hmm. Has she tried sleeping on it? Like, imagine if you just went to bed and woke up and it's a new day and it's like, oh, now that conversation is... Less in on my mind and more of a memory. Yeah, I think that's what has to happen. I mean, in a way, this. So let's just take her boyfriend for example. Uh huh. He could jerk off to anything he so desires. He could like Photoshop a weird picture of your mother and jerk off to that if he wants to. Uh, 
so the fact that he is doing this thing that makes you feel weird, which is still pretty squarely in the realm of normal stuff, like just jerking off to porn, you happen to know the person. <laughs> and he's being so um, blatant and honest with you, probably uh, to his own detriment, <laughs> means you sort of have like a, a stand-up guy, maybe. I think he's stupid, but I think... He's honest? Yeah. He's kind of like a Chris Klein character in American Pie, like this big, naive doof. Right. He could just straight up be cheating on you, but you know that he's not doing that because he's so he's so dumb and honest that That's he right. told you he was going to masturbate I mean, think of to the, your friend's porn. Imagine the opposite, where he's actually doing... Like, would you rather a sweet boy who is uh, secretly doing things behind your back... Or a guy who's so naive and um, pro-honesty that he's like, yeah, I'm going to watch and jerk off to your best friend in a porn. Which is my theory is that everybody does this stuff, like jerks off to a weird porn or like some, you know, it's all, it's all so personal and perverted. So there, everyone's doing it. And there's some people that are like cool enough to not say anything. So they're, <laughs> cool enough to not say anything I guess is a very funny way to put it. But this like, <laughs> whoa, that guy's so cool. He's not saying sweet anything. Sweet boy does perverted thing or honest boy <laughs> does perverted thing. But it's not everyone's doing a perverted thing. It's more like, what's your preference on how your life gets lived? Like, do you want to know the perverted thing is happening or do you want to know it? Do you want it to not, do you want to not know? You're pro secrets. I'm pro secrets. Big yeah. time pro secrets. I wonder if that's a, a considered a unpopular opinion. Probably. <laughs> it's definitely unpopular among the people I keep the secrets from. Of course. They wouldn't want that. Nobody <laughs> wants to be on the other side of the secrets. But then you just got to tell yourself, they got secrets too, and I don't want to know about them. So it's treating others how I want to be treated. Right. I want other people to have secrets from me. <laughs> That's the best I part. I don't want to know the things that hurt me. Then it's like guilt-free Keep them to yourself, secrets. motherfucker. <laughs> don't tell me this shit. Keep it as a secret. I actually have a secret for you. Really? Yeah, but I was going to keep it. I don't want to tell you. Okay. Wait. Force it out of me. Uh, tickle, tickle, tickle. tickle. <laughs> I jerked off. Oh, Jesus. I jerked off to your best friend. I didn't want to know that. See? Well, your best friend is me, so I was sort of staring at myself in a mirror. I mean, I definitely didn't want to know that. That really? doesn't make it better. All right. I'll bleep it. and <laughs> see if you can forget it going forward. Um, all right. We're out of time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking out the Patreon, the soccer subcast, the football podcast, the live shows, so uh, all many. of it, all of it. There's something for everybody. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back w- next week with this If I Were You show. Uh, if you have your own questions or theme songs, send them all over to If I Were You show at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. The opening one was written by Alex McGuire, but this closing one. Let me look it up because it was it's it's a little it's a little out there. That's why I'm saving it for the last uh, the end of the episode. Okay, it's um, out there. Experimental noise music. Yeah, something like that. He says it was on a floppy disk given to me by a mysterious man on the street who simply said it is your burden now before vanishing. Okay, and you can visit them at the Gordon Lake Corporate Funky Band dot Bandcamp dot com. I'm gonna leave the room before the song is played. For of sure. course, <laughs> this is Gordon Lake Corporate Funky Band, comma the. See you next week, everybody. Bye. It is about creating a government which works for all of us, not just wealthy campaign contributors. It is about the 
If I were you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.